discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Wow. So if you have any question, if you have any question, if there's any question in your heart, that you want, it can be about what I'm saying, it can be about something else. You are at liberty. We have just a few minutes more. Okay? Is it powerful? Yeah. Wow. I've enjoyed what I shared with you. Wow. I think you are one of the best congregations in the whole world. Wow. Hallelujah. Your faith pulled the word out. You, give us a wave if you have a question. Wow. So I don't want to miss God. I don't want to miss God. Or you don't know when you can find him anymore. Yes. One guy who was fooling around, eh? He's fooling around with God. Uh, you know, and one day he saw, he went into a, he went for hookup. This is many years ago. Pastor Chris is the one who told the story. I don't know if you remember. The guy went for, he went to a prostitute, went to set, set to himself. When he came out of the brothel house, he could not feel the presence of God anymore. It's like the presence of God left him. And he could feel that the presence of God had left him. And he was praying, but the thing was not coming back. The presence was not coming back. For many years. Because he was pulling around. And God said, it's okay. There's a day when the Spirit of God says, I will not strive with man anymore. Hmm. I, will not strive, I will not struggle with you anymore. Um, that's why God can say, I'm tired. Can you imagine? Yes. Yes. I can get to a place where God says, it's okay, I'm tired. Mm. Leave your, take your life. Yeah. It's in the Bible, or you've not seen it. Saul, the son of Kish. Yes. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 1. Samuel was still praying for Saul, even though Samuel had, Saul had missed it. You see, God chose Samuel. God chose Saul. And Saul misbehaved. So, a question has come. Okay. Let, but show me, show me first Samuel 16, and then they'll ask the question. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long would thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from Renew by Israel? I've rejected him. Fill thine horn with oil and go. I will send thee unto, the, unto Jesse, the son of Beth, uh, the, Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Easy. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I've, I've rejected you. Rejected. So God can say, it's okay. I've rejected you. Mm. It's okay. I'm not going to. I'm not going to relate with you anymore. Yes. It's, it's okay. It's not going to happen anymore. Mm. Mm. If you allow the devil to keep using you, using you, using you, there's a day coming when you, you go to a place where you can't come back. It happened to Judas. Judas got to a place. The training were given to them. He was not mine. People were coming to repent. Thieves like Zacchaeus were coming to come and repent. Scammers like Zacchaeus were coming to re- repent. 
and he was holding the money back and he was stealing from it. He was stealing it. They were stealing church money. Nothing was happening to him for three years and he thought it was okay. So he kept stealing it. Until the day when his cup was full and God said, it's okay. The Bible says Satan entered him. John chapter 13. Satan entered him. So there, there, there are some people who Satan is just preparing to enter. He's just raising them. So instead of being weaned by, weaned off by God, you are being weaned off into demonic things. Hmm. Yeah. There are girls who sleep with people for their kidneys and all of those things. Like they don't, they, it's not that they will have a sito, but if you sleep with them, they work with certain spirits. If you sleep with them, they go under the water, under, under. You think people don't go under sea? People go. People go. Don't think those movies are not true. It, it, it's there. It's there. This guy, yeah, they're aqua, aqua men and aqua women. Yeah. Yeah. They go under the sea with your kidney, with your soul, and they harvest your kidneys. And harvest. So you wake up one day and your kidneys are not working anymore. Because of that hookup, hookup lady, that hookite. That was it. That was it. Mm, it's there. You just be having sex with anybody. Charlie, you fine. Charlie, see us. Yay, yay, I'm fine. You'll be shocked. So God is just training you so that you can learn to say, Charlie, the girl is fine, but I they fear God. Charlie, I fear God. I fear God. Charlie, I fear God. Yeah. The betting is nice, but Charlie, I fear God. I fear God. I fear God. Charlie, make her, make her just, make her just do what I want for I get her like I go full on, but Charlie, this party, Charlie, the party will be, yeah, Charlie. It be what? Purple haze. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. She had my DNA. Man, it would have been nice, but. But say but. but. Question. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hello, Pastor. I want to ask why a Christian man can't marry two wives at the same time. Wow. Wow. Everyone, everyone cries a problem. You want two? Well, first of all, because God says. There are things God says we shouldn't do that we may not understand yeah. or we may not like. Mm-hmm. But it's like your father saying, don't switch the TV on. Don't put the TV on. What do you do? You don't put the TV on. What happens to you when they put the TV on and they come and meet you? <laughs> Have they beat you before? <laughs> beat you. And remove the foolishness out of your heart. Mm. Or your father will say, don't move the car. You are 11 years old. And your father will say, don't move the car. Don't move the car. Wait until you are 18. And then you move it at 11. And you get an accident and your leg is cut off. What do you think your father will do to you? He will beat you. My father will beat you with your cut leg. That's my father. He will beat you with your leg that has been cut. Yes. So there are things that God says, don't do. Do you get it? And if you you read read the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 7... Look at 1 Corinthians 7, verse 1. Now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good that a man touch not a woman. Next verse. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have what? His own wife. Not his own wives. His own wife. And let every woman have her own husband. So this is one of the major reasons. Because the Bible says, and it's all over. The Bible says that one man, one. Me, I wish I could marry five. Yeah, when I see some of the girls who are not married, I'm like, ah, I need to, I want to do them a favor. <laughs> ah, let me just marry them. But because God says, God says that we shouldn't do that. 
So you just follow God. The other thing is that God has shown us what having many wives do to you. Solomon is one of them. First Kings chapter 11 from verse 1. Solomon, Solomon is not in heaven because he died in disobedience to God. This same wise Solomon, the wisest man of the Old Testament, the richest man of the Old Testament, did not make it to eternity. Eh? You see, because the Bible says that he died in disobedience to God. And nobody who has been to heaven to go and have a to see people in heaven and have come back, seen visions, had experiences. Nobody mentions Solomon. Mm. Look at it, it says, but King Solomon loved many strange women, together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, and Hittites. Different types of ladies, Americans, Europeans, Canadians, Indians, Kenyans, Koreans, different people. I tell you, it's not a joke. Next verse. Of the nations, listen, the problem was that even at that time, listen, even at that time, you could marry more than one. Even at that time. God didn't say anything about it. Do you get it? God didn't say anything about it. It wasn't something that God spoke that they should do. But God didn't say anything. God kept silent on it. If you look at all those who had more than one wife, you notice that it was not orchestrated by God. They went for it themselves. Abraham had one wife. Abraham, our father, had one wife called Sarah. The one that was brought to her, to him, Hagar, was not orchestrated by God. It was his wife who organized that for him. Abraham waited for his, his wife, Sarah, to die and bury him, bury her before marrying another person. You know, Abraham married Keturah after Sarah had died. Isaac had one wife, Rebekah. So if you are from the seed of Abraham, what, what they do is that it's one wife. Jacob was going for one wife. And then he was deceived to having two wives. And then his two wives got him to have two more wives. So he had four wives. And he did not have peace of mind because of all his wives. Esau is the first person to have to, uh, this guy, Lamech. Uh, Lamech, the, the line of um, this Genesis chapter 4, the line of Cain, who were in disobedience with God, it was the first person to have two wives. And then all those who were in disobedience with, with, to God had two wives, three wives, two wives, three wives, like Esau. Do you get it? Esau, Ishmael, all those guys. But those who were in line with God had one, 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 until it started changing from Jacob. And like I said, God didn't organize it. It was organized by Laban, his uncle. And then his daughter, his, uh, uh, the ladies he married, also brought their mates. Yeah. One was not giving birth and said, I want you to sleep with my maid, yeah. like your grandfather did, so that we can have children. And then he brought his maid, her maid, slept with him, slept with her, she had children and all of that. So he ended up having four wives, not by design, okay, up until David. David also had several wives, and David had problems because of his several wives. Yes, it is David who had his, his children sleeping with each other and killing each other and all of those things because of the extramarital affairs and the things that he did. And, and he brought his, his, all his problems came because of those things. Do you get it? Because the, the more wives, even the legal ones, do not prevent you from doing illegal things. When it comes to David, God told David that, listen, I gave you your master's throne 
and his house. I gave you the kingdom. I gave you everything. I gave you more wives. If you wanted more wives, I would have given you more. Go to him, I would have given you more. But why did you go for another man's wife? You see, so the, the wives, it's not, it does, it's, not, it's not enough. You are looking for two, it's not enough. You will go for three, and it will not be enough. You will do four, it will not be enough. You will do six, it will not be enough. You will do eight, it will not be enough. I know someone was giving birth with 12 women. And it's still not enough. It's still going. The flesh is never... If you're educated, you'll be surprised. All that I'm saying is in the Bible. Eh? And second Samuel 12, and gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. If that, and if that had been too little, I would, have, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Why did you go into your, your, someone's wife? What's your name? Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife, and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. You have taken someone's wife. David had everything. A lot of wives, concubines, everything. He went for someone's wife. Solomon went for women who God says they shouldn't go for. And they took his heart away from God. That is what God is afraid of. God doesn't, yeah, God is cautious of. God doesn't want your heart to be led away from him. Because a wife can lead your heart away from God or lead you to God. You think your wife, a wife doesn't have power. Your wife can let you lose Christ. Or let you gain Christ. The women sitting here, they are very powerful. Very, very powerful. When they pass their hand around your head like this. <laughs> and say, you don't love me. I want you to do this for me. Before long, you see that you are gone. Yeah. Almost all men are controlled by their husbands. By their wives, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Ahab, King Ahab in the Bible, would never have been a murderer if he had not listened to his wife. He would never have been a murderer if he had not listened to his wife. Abraham would never have gone into Hagar if he had not listened to his wife. All those people made the mistakes they made because of the kind of wives they had. And all those who did very well also did very well because of the kind of wives they had. Oh, you have to be very careful. If you heap more up to yourself, you'll be shocked. Your life will change forever and ever. Mm. Are you in a church? So that's the reason. I'm giving you two reasons. God says not to. The second reason is that there are troubles related with it. Jesus name. Any other question? Yes, please. Okay. Thank you, Bishop. Please, I want to ask if forex trading is a bad thing. Forex trading is not gambling, is it? It's not gambling because you need you need to learn, do a lot of things to make a a, a pip and all of those things. Yeah. So it is not gambling. It's different. Just like you need to learn very well about it, or else you lose everything. Yes. <laughs> It's just like any other business. Yeah. When I went to university, I started the fan milk business. Wow. It collapsed after some two months. <laughs> it collapsed because I didn't think about it. Well. I didn't have a fridge, but I was selling ice, wine ice. <laughs> the first thing I should have done was to get a deep freezer. Yeah. I, didn't get, I didn't have money for a deep freezer, but I needed money to, to do something. So I needed cash, so I just did that. Yeah, and it didn't work. Yeah. Then later on, I learned. So I started doing laptop business. Laptop, pen drive, and I was selling laptop, pen drive, and all of that. So I can original memory card, pen drive, card reader, promotion. <laughs> Hallelujah. Any other question? There's more. There's more. Hey, yes, Pastor, please. I have a friend who is struggling with masturbation. Mm. He has prayed about it it's a no lot, easy. but he just can't seem to depart from it. Yeah. It's Pastor, called, please. It's, it's how called can habit. I, how can he be helped? Yes, it's called a habit. Do you see? Uh-huh. A habit is lent. You see, huh? 
habits are there are good habits and there are bad habits so masturbation is a bad habit that needs to needs time to stop and all bad habits must be replaced with good ones do you see uh-huh so you must learn to replace it with a good one a good one like reading or a habit reading your bible is a habit oh yes or reading books is a habit. Yeah. You can have a habit of reading books. Yeah. Yeah. Those who have it, hey, they, those social media is nothing. They are deep inside the book. They are reading. Hey, social media is not a problem. So you need to develop another habit, which is good to replace that one. And whenever you feel like doing the bad one, you go for the good one. Apart from being prayed for, because every habit can be influenced by demons with time. Do you see? With time, a demon gets involved. And then it becomes a, a bigger problem. So you, you, you must be prayed for. Apart from being prayed for, you must learn to replace the bad habits with a good habit. You feel like watching porn? Read a book. You can replace it with reading a physical book and not a book on the phone. The same phone you're holding, the same phone. This, this, Charlie, this thing is giving us a lot of problems. Everything is on it. Betting is on it. Porn is on it. Oh, who cap is on it? Bible. Bible is on it. What? What? Scamming. Pizza man is also on it. <laughs> yeah. So he needs to. He just needs to learn a good a good habit. Okay. If it's you too, you need to learn a good habit. That's all. Good evening, Pastor. Please, is kissing a sin? It's kissing a sin. It's one of yogurt. <laughs> Let him kiss me with the kisses of his lips. <laughs> that verse is between a man and his wife. Okay. Do you get it? Yes, pastor. So kissing is not wrong. It is wrong when it's outside of marriage. Okay. It's right when it's inside of marriage. <laughs> Do you understand? Okay. Uh, listen, just think about it. You are sucking someone's saliva for free. That is what it is. Is that not so? It's true. Sweetheart, is that not so? You are licking someone's lips, sucking his saliva. He's also sucking yours. You are sending a lot of early morning. Unchi will sing. Why are you crying? I couldn't so beke so and kawaga so okunchi dise. Aye. When people are with boyfriends, they do all kinds of things. When they marry, it's like they need counseling to do those things. Hey. I've stopped counseling some people along certain lines because I know their history. When you were a boy, when you had when you had a boy and you were a small girl, it's okay. Hey. It's okay. I wanted to say something. I won't say it. Yeah. Okay. So the Bible says to kiss one another with a holy kiss. Culturally speaking, those in the Middle East greet each other with pegs. Not French kisses, so. Even French people do that, right? Give. That's a holy kiss. But mouth to mouth, tongue to tongue, saliva to French kisses, all of that. I mean, you see, and it's 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 the beginning. Those ones, listen, those ones are the beginning, okay, of something. It's called foreplay. You are, en- you are engaging in foreplay. So someone will say, penetration is sex. Fingering is not sex. 
blowjob is not sex. Licking is not sex. We love it. I'm going home. I had some university people come to ask me in church some time ago. After service, I was with them, two young ladies, and they asked me, what is sex? I said, what? I don't understand. What is sex? They're saying. And they asked, it's kissing and all those things. But I said, ah, you see, it's like uh, having a bowl of fufu by you or in front of you, and you are drinking the soup <laughs> without eating the fufu. What, what are you doing? I, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you get it. You are eating. Because the fufu does not come alone. The fufu comes with the soup. You mix the fufu with the soup. And it's a package. It's not... Uh-huh. So, the foreplay is to get to a certain point. Do you get it? So, instead of getting into sexual frustration and all of those things, just by yourself. Yes. Don't, just don't start some things. Or else, by the time you are 40, you have 75 boys you have kissed. Yeah. And you are married with your children. And every now and then you see one of them. <laughs> Hello. You see all the people who slept with you when you're in university. That's what you are doing. Oh. Yeah, that's what you are doing. You marry and you see all these people. Yeah. And then every now and then they will come around. Okay, come and do it. It will become your husband's groomsman. Yeah. There was a lady like that at Legon. This is uh, 19, 1997. When there were no these kind of smartphones and all of that. So she left school in 95. And then in 97, she got married to this young man who, was, who didn't go to school at Legon. She, he was in, in the UK. He went to one of these, uh, I think, uh, London School of Business or so. You know, and they found each other some way, somehow. The guy came to Ghana, found her and all of that. Then they got married. Then after about two years later, his friends who, were, who went to Legon and were in London but couldn't come for the wedding came down to Ghana to come and just spend some time in Ghana. And they said, oh, Charlie, well, they can't search your wife. You know, those times you couldn't pictures. It's very difficult. If you want to send a picture, you need to put, you need to post it and all of that. So they didn't know who it was that he had married. But he was talking about this girl that is beautiful, called her by her real name. She was known as something else in school. Sweet butterfly, something. Very hot girl. Do you see? Uh-huh. Then, then they came, so they came to the, the guy's house, their friend's house, the, the friend brought, the lady was not around. And then when they came, they ah, it don't be sweet butterfly that. They, they saw the pictures. Ah. They were asked, ah, it don't be sweet butterfly that. Ah, it be you don't be, ah, it's just, it don't be, ah. So when their friend came by, I mean, he wanted to get something from the room. When he came by, I asked, is that their wife? Where did she go to school? She went to the, he said, ah, which hall was she in? She said, oh, she was in Legon Hall. Ah, you should talk about that like that, though. Tell about you, you know here. And they started, you know here about this girl, you know, ah, you know go, you know go Legon, like you never go marry this girl. The boys, you know how boys are. They just gave the history without thinking. They remembered after they had finished giving the history. The number of guys who have slept with the lady. Many people. Charlie, I tell you, it's like it was a very gala, you know, BBR, everything inside some. Yeah, yeah, very well. So the husband could not bet. You know, he didn't. You say, oh, honey, the akukwa, the niabo, emano. Oh, you know, I don't know how to say English. It's the visitor that you give the, 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 a, a chicken that has broken eye. 
two. You feed that to <laughs> pirate chicken. <laughs> you give pirate chicken to the to the to the visitor. You get it? Yeah. Huh. yeah. So I mean, they gave they, he married somebody he didn't really know in a certain way, and his friends came to spoil everything. And then that was it. So you have to be careful. You'll be shocked that you may be struggling with marriage. I know somebody right now. You know, who is my... Was she my mate? I think she was my mate. Yeah. From, from university. Secondary school university. Yeah. She went to a school that my, my wife went to. You know. And she came, she's not getting anybody to marry because of the track record. There's a very wild track record. Yes. Yeah. And, and the circle, listen, the circle she's in is the same circle she's been in for all these years. You know, it's very difficult to find new circles. She's been in that circle for a long time. And everybody knows. So, Charlie, yeah, she came to me that she brought her to me to pray for her sometimes. Now it's like, now it's becoming a prayer topic, major prayer topic. God, she's my age mate, and nothing is happening. Yeah. Those who come just want to use her because they have heard. Yes. Of how sexy she is. I'm just passing through. Yeah. What question was that? Did I answer that question? The kissing. Uh huh. How can can a man hide? Uh, can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Four plays like putting coals of fire into your bosom. What do you think will happen to you? It'll be burnt. Do you see? Mami mi akaka. Before I realize, I I am Mojasem. Hallelujah. Is it finished? There are more. Four or five. Our time is represented. Beautiful. So maybe we can answer the rest in church. Last one. Last one. What's the, what's the, give us one and then we'll close. Pastor, please, with what you just said, you said there will be a time that God will turn his back to your problems. I tell you. A pastor said in the old. The pastor said it's, it's in the Old Testament and Jesus has died to give us the chance. So I, I'm it's confused. And that's why I show the scriptures in the New Testament. Can I show you more? Okay. Revelations. <laughs> yeah, let me take you there. It says that you are neither hot nor cold. I will spew you out of my mouth. Mm. He was writing to the church. New, New Testament church. Read Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3. You will know how Jesus thinks. Even in the new creation, you will know what he's looking at and how he thinks. Eight, Revelation what? 3.16. Let's read it properly so that we know where, which group of people are these. Okay? And unto the, unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans writes, These things here the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. This is the problem. Since you are neither cold nor hot. This is what I've been preaching about since I started. You are neither cold nor These are New Testament people. The Laodicean church. Okay? Yes. Hmm. They are neither cold nor hot. We don't know whether they are Christians or they are what they are in the world. We can't tell. Today you are doing hookup. Tomorrow you are in church. The next time you are here. The next time you are there. The next time you have tattoos and you are getting more and more 
and more and more and more. You have piercings before you got born again, or you got born again and got piercings. Now you want to get more piercings. Like, we don't know. You understand? Like, you know, what are you trying to achieve? What is going on? Really? Oh, Jidian. Oh, yes. Oh, Your body count was five. Now that you are born again, you have, it has risen to 15. Like, all the things that God is saying to you, it's not doing much to you. Paul, Paul told the church in Galatia, he said that, I'm afraid of you. Paul said to the congregation, that was actually what I was coming to preach, I'm afraid of you. Mm. Well, verse 11. 4, 11 rather. Eh? Paul says, I am afraid of you. <laughs> Lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. Like the guy had worked, taught, done a lot of things, shared a lot of things, and then the people were misbehaving. He said, I'm afraid of you people. Have I bestowed so much labor on you for in vain? All the things I've taught you, was it in vain? How come you guys are respecting days and moons and all of those? How come you have drifted so far away from the gospel that, you were, you were pre- that was preached to you? You started on a good note. How come you have changed so much? Go to the next one. You see it. Brethren, I beseech you, be as I am, for I am, I am as ye are. You are, not in, you are not injured me at all. You have not injured me at all. Next verse. You know how through infirmity of the flesh I preach the gospel unto you. Go, no, it's chapter 5. Same, same group of people. Chapter 5, verse 7. Let's read another, another version. Chapter 5, verse 7. These guys were, they were in, they were in church, and then they just changed. <laughs> it says, you were running the race nobly. Who has interfered in, in, hindered, and stopped you from your, from your heeding and following the truth? Who has interfered with it? Like the church had changed. And he was shocked. I'm afraid of you people. Hey, you guys have changed. Next verse. Verse 8. This evil persuasion is not from him who called you, who invited you to freedom in Christ. It's an evil persuasion. That is changing you from being hot to being cold. Do you get it? You are hot for God now. Oh. I mean, when we do it, I mean, he will not do anything. I mean, let's just, let's just, there's grace. Let's just fool around. God says you are neither hot nor, it's New Testament. You are neither hot nor cold. So don't be deceived. Grace does not teach us to fool around. Grace teaches us to reject worldliness. It is emphatic. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. Grace, if you are under grace, if you are a new creation, you are under grace, you are to be taught. God teaches you, grace teaches you to reject for the grace of God that appeared that bringeth salvation, has appeared to all men. Teaching us, grace teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, un- it teaches you to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. That's what grace does. Not, oh, sure, you think we don't want to do some things. There are a lot of things, that, bad things like that, in my, that comes to my mind to do. Yeah. Oh. Listen, I have, I have authority. Do you understand? I have authority. I can do a certain kinds of things and go scot free. Yeah, but I fear God, so I will not do it. Yes, I can do. I can line up five girls. Oh, what is your problem? I mean, what are you talking about? But because of the fear of God, because of the fear of God, yeah, the devil brings thoughts to your mind. But hey, I fear God. Even if I escape with it here. God will ask me. You think God will not ask you? He will ask you. You can't destroy what God, God is building and go scot-free. No. The Bible says that the one who destroys the temple of God will, will be in that he will not be spared. 
Mm? Maybe you don't know those verses. Yes, it's like it's, it's like people don't know those verses because it's not preached to you, so you don't know. You've, not, you've never read it. First Corinthians chapter three, verse seventeen. Look at this. If if any read it to me, want to go? He shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? So unmistakable. And yes, okay, sorry, he's not talking about the church. He says, you are the temple of... So what you do with your body, the way you are shame, the shisha you are smoking, the people you are sleeping with plenty all over the place, he says you are defiling his temple. Because you are the temple. And he says that if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God what? Destroy. Maybe you think destroy. Let's read other versions. Maybe they think that destroys, God will pinch you. <laughs> if anyone does head to God's temple or corrupts it, with false doctrines or destroyed, destroys it. God will do to him. God will do hurt to him and bring him to the corruption of death and destroy him. He says, God will do it. It's like, like you can't think, I go, how can God, I'm a child of God, how can God share? So now, there's a place where you cross and God says, it's okay, brother. Come up, come up, it's okay, it's okay. Mm, it's okay, it's okay, come, it's okay. Wait, wait, it's a moment, actually, it's okay. You have done some. Let somebody continue, come. <laughs> so these are, I don't know if I'm showing you New Testament verses. Yes. Revelations, what, what we're reading? Revelations what? 3, verse 16, right? And I said we should go up a bit. No so. Go up. So we're reading the whole thing. I know that it works. That thou art neither cold nor hot. I would doubt, I would doubt that were cold or hot. I, God wants you to be cold so that he can put fire in you. Or hot so that he can help you go. It's like you are neither hot or he doesn't know what to do with you. Eh? Look warm. Next verse. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. I will spew you out of my mouth. I won't keep you around me anymore. I'll push you out of myself. Yes, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Next verse. Hey, because thou says I'm rich and increase with goose and have need of nothing. I don't need God. I'm rich. I have everything. What's God? And knowest not thou, thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Mm. This is the reason why people reject God. I'm rich. I, I don't have need of it. He says you are wretched. You are, you are a nonsense person. And I'll show you. So these are verses in the Bible, yeah. in the New Testament. Don't think it's an Old Testament concept. Yeah. No. It started in the Old Testament, it ends in the New Testament. Yes. Okay? And I can show you more. More. First Corinthians 5. The guy who was fooling around with his father's wife. Paul said, listen, give that guy's body to Satan so that he may destroy it. So that his spirit to be saved. Yeah. Yes. That is sickness, disease, something, accident, something. There are Christians who just die. Phew, like that. Sometimes, it's not every time, sometimes because of something, God wants to spare them. But they need to die. Mm. Are you in the church? Yes. It's all over. It's all over. It's all over. Have you heard of Ananias and Sapphira? Yeah. They were playing the fool in the church. Mm. They were playing the fool in the church. They paid with their lives. So there's a day when you get to a place where you have to pay with your life. What you are doing, you don't have to live. If you continue living, you will go to hell. So God helps you by killing you. By making sure you die. 
so that you don't get to the place where he can't help you yeah. with salvation even. Even with salvation. He can't help you with salvation. Yeah. So you need to, okay, it's okay. Come up. It's okay. It didn't say, watch it. It's okay. Come back, come up. And then, yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.